the issue was that um, Zoom updated their latest uh, software and it obstructed uh, my my station base. But um, we will start in a minute. Thank God for Pastor Tayo. Shall we just keep on thanking the Lord for what the Lord has done for us? <laughs> Father, we bless your holy name. We give you the praise and honor and glory. We magnify thee, O God. We exalt you, immortal, invisible, only wise God. Be thou exalted. Be thou exalted. Be thou exalted. In Jesus' anointed name, we are pray with thanksgiving. Now, those of you who are joining us from the, from the YouTube, you are very welcome. Uh, we had a bit of the delay because of some technical issues. Shall we lift up our right hand to heaven as we open our service by reading together Psalm 24? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwell therein. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord or who shall stand in his holy place? He that hath clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart to what is false, nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob, Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, ye ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty, he is the King of glory. Amen. Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness. And joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate. Slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your, might, of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lift up all who are bowed down. 
The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him and all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. We will take our opening hymn together. Praise the King of Glory.
Well, you are very welcome today to another Bible study. Today we are going to look at the book of Psalms, and we are going to be having a reflection from the chapters that we have read before, especially 8 and 7. But then, because our time is gone today, everyone that will speak, please, you have two minutes so that we can still close the meeting at our time. Well, I'm sure you'll be mightily blessed as we look together into the book of Sam. Pastor Tyler, please. Thank you very much, Apostle. Without wasting much time, Sister Emanuela is starting us off tonight. Sister Emanuela, please unmute yourself. And please, let's stick to the two minutes. Good evening, church. Today I will be deliberating on Psalms chapter 7. Verse 1 says, Lord my God, I take refuge in you. Save and deliver me from all who pursue me. Just by reading this, we can see that the speaker, who we know as King David, is a man who communicates with God. This verse is also a good example on how to construct prayers. First of all, we should always address God in a worthy manner, in a way that we personally think befits God. In this case, David says, Lord my God. The word my shows that David has a personal relationship with God. Next, we should say what God is to us. For example, David speaks as God as his refuge. When Then we should state the cause of our prayer. And lastly, we should thank God for answering our prayer. We see David does this at the end of the chapter in verse 17. This shows that we have faith and expectancy. We can see that this method is this method of prayer is impactful as the Lord continuously delivered, blessed and favoured David throughout his time on earth. Verse 3 to 5 says, Lord my God, if I have done this and there is guilt on my hands, if I have repaid my ally with evil or without cause have robbed my foe, then let my enemy pursue me and overtake me. Let him trample my life to the ground and make me sleep in the dust. This shows that David was not only was not a man with fo- without fault, but however was a man without pride and admitted that he had flaws and was humble. Finally, if we go to verse 6, it says, Arise, Lord, in your anger. Rise up against the rage of my enemies. Awake, my God. Decree justice. This verse further in- indicates that David has total and complete trust in God and acknowledges God as his fighter and the only one that can solve his problems. It also shows that he is not wise in his own eyes, but turns to the Lord at any given point. This is a true example of faith. So what can we take from this chapter? First of all, a wonderful prayer structure and the fact that we should always pray with faith and expectancy. Secondly, that we should humble and come before God without any type of pride, acknowledging him because we know that God, that we are insignificant compared to God and that he is the reason for every good thing. Finally, we should always want to communicate with God at any given point and also practice the art of giving thanks, as we can see David did in every chapter. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much. Brother Eric, please. Praise the Lord. My contribution is taken from Psalm chapter 8, verses 1 and 2, which reads, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. By describing God as both the Lord and our Lord, David was trying to emphasize that while God is the supreme being who commands and has all of existence at his fingertips, Perhaps more important than that is the fact that he is our Lord. Sometimes, as we move on in our lives as Christians, 
We forget the words that we utter when we first are saved. I accept Jesus as my Lord and personal saviour. The operative word here being personal. As Apostle has been teaching us, God has great plans to use us in the upcoming revival as vessels of his power and to perform great signs and wonders. Jesus told us in John 14, 12, anyone who believes in me will do the same works that I have done, that is Jesus, and even greater works because I am going to the Father. God wishes to bring prophecies such as this one to fulfillment in our lives, but in order to manifest the power of the Holy Spirit, we must both have faith, that is trust and confidence in God, but also a powerful relationship with him that is developed through study of the Bible and communication with God through prayer. While even the power and majesty of God's very name is above the earth, he still desires a relationship with us, and we should honour that request. As one wise author put it, God wants us to evaluate our spiritual condition by looking at how we appear on the surface. The depth of our faith determines how much of a difference we can make in the lives of others. Now, more than ever, as we are in the end times and Christ is returning soon, it is necessary for each and every one of us to take a long look with an introspective eye and examine our relationship with God. As proven in Luke chapter 6 verses 46 to 49, singing and shouting the right words, Lord, Lord, won't help us build a relationship with God deep enough to stand the storms of life and the trials and tribulations of this present day. We all have human fallibilities, and the only way we can overcome them is by a solid relationship with God. And so, as we enter into the second half of 2021 and beyond, may God help us to deepen our relationship with God through prayer, fasting, and meditation of his word. May God strengthen us in this, lest Christ come to us and remove our lampstand from its place. Amen. Amen. Sister Lois, please. Sister Lois, Dickiness Bimbo, please. Yeah, praise the Lord. My contribution is on Psalm 8, verses 1 to 3. As mom taught us, Psalm 8 helps us understand who God is. In fact, it is a prophetic psalm of Christ, which also shows God's sovereignty. Mom reminded us we must pause, think, and consider the excellent wonders of God in our lives and in the lives of others as well. One of the scriptures Mom referred to that shows God's sovereignty is the book of, is the book of Job 37 verse 14. So we must make sure we praise God because he is majestic in power. We must also always consider his wonderful works and especially remember to magnify the all-perfect creator of the whole universe. In addition, we must raise and put our children in the godly way, as mom reminded us. The Lord God Almighty will help and empower us to do this. Why is this very important? There are several lessons I learned here, and I will reference some scriptures to substantiate the importance of this verse too. Examples. 1 Corinthians 1, 27, and the word of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in Matthew eleven twenty five. So God has used babies that the wise might be confused. God has actually demonstrated his wisdom through babies before all human beings. 
Likewise, God has used babies to defeat his enemies by preaching, according to Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 1, 18-25. We should thus always praise and thank God for using the strength of even the, low, the low, lowliest and youngest of human beings, these being children and babies to declare his strength and power on earth. Lessons I learned in these verses are, we should not be too wise in our own eyes, even we can learn through babies and children. We should also grow in the wisdom and in the knowledge and wisdom of God and be strong in the word of God and to us always be able to discern between good and evil. Hebrews 5.14 God has also used the foolishness of the, 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 the foolishness of the wise to bring out his words to us. Uh, also, if newly or freshly converted or children to also as newly if newly or freshly converted or children to desire the sincere milk of the word of God, and they should, they will, and then they will gradually grow in the word of God. First Peter 2 2. We should also humble ourselves. Finally, may we be willing and obedient to the word of God and grow in divine wisdom, knowledge, and understanding in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pastor please. My contribution is the same as um, Dickiness. So King David began this chapter with worship and ended up in worship. He affirmed the glory of God in creation and the sovereignty of God's name. He observed God's wonderful handiwork in the heavens, the stars, moon, sun, galaxy, Milky Way, and all the great works of his hands. He observed the power of praise in the lips of children and infants and the place of dominion given to man. Lesson learned. One, if we can think and observe nature around us, we will be able to see the greatness of God in creation. Our worship life can be enriched by observing God's handiwork in the heavens. Mom advised us to pause and consider the glory of God in the heavens. The sun to brighten the day the moon to govern the night, the stars that twinkle in the dark, and the beautiful clouds. These are the mighty works of the powerful Creator. It is advisable to take a break from our trials to consider God's wonders as instructed by Elihu to Job in Job 37, 14-16 and 36, 22-33. We are God's beautiful masterpiece. Let's take time to admire God's amazing creation of self of our husbands, wife, children, and one another. As the psalmist rightly said in Psalm 139, verse 14, I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Secondly, praise is a powerful weapon. King David recognized the power of praise on the lips of children. Praise silenced the enemy. Hence, the need for parents to teach their children from infancy the word of God, engage them in praise and worship and fellowship at home and in church. When it comes to our spiritual growth, there should be no, there is no distinction between adults and children. We are to carry our children along in the journey of faith as Satan has no regard for any age group. We have a powerful tools on our lips. Let's encourage our household to embark on the power of praise in order to demolish the works of the devil. As Psalm 149 says in verse 6 to 9, May the high praise of God be in my mouth 
and a double-edged sword in their hands to inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the people, to bind their kings with fetters, their nobles with shackles of iron, to carry out the sentence written against them. This is the glory of all his faithful people. Praise the Lord. In conclusion, our observation of God's creation should improve our life of worship. We have no more, we have more than enough of God's wonderful creation around us to consider rather than nursing our problems. Let's develop a fruitful mind by thinking about God's magnificent masterpiece in heaven and on earth. True and sincere worship provoked the prophetic. King David was able to foretell Jesus being made a little lower than the angels, crowned with glory and honor, with all things made subject to him, as in Hebrew 2, 7 to 9. This is our longing desire to speak on God's behalf when it comes from a whole, wholehearted life of worship. Thank you. Praise the Lord. I'd like to hand back over to Apostle. Sir? Yeah. Yes, Pastor, thank you so much. These expositions that we have received from those who contributed are ingenious. And I believe very much that God has spoken to us very deeply. One of these scriptures that provoked me is this uh, chapter 8 that um, uh, of the book of Psalms. One of those scriptures that when I was uh, in the Sunday school as a child, we were made to read all the time. Oh Lord, our God, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens from the lips of children and infants. You have ordained perfect praise. And we are seeing that that in this contribution, we have uh, 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 two children who contributed. And you cannot tell in the depth of knowledge they have and what they revealed is not different from those who are adults. And sometimes many people disregard children. But I thank God that not in Christ's tabernacle. Well, it is my great delight to invite to the podium now my beloved wife, Reverend Omar Williams. Praise the Lord tonight. It's wonderful for us to be in, the, in his presence again. The psalmist says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. He says, my feet shall stand within your gates of Jerusalem. I thank God that our feet are standing within the gates of God in our different homes, maybe outside the car, anywhere we are, in the name of Jesus. And I pray that the word of God that we're about to study tonight will dwell really in us, and the grace of God will abound in our lives. Thank God for all the contributions. I'm really blessed by them all. And as the apostle has said, let us not hold back our children from watching this program or from having their own Bible or tablet or tablet, I call these uh, iPads, so that they too can be part of what we are doing. During the time that Jesus rode into Jerusalem, we know that the chief priests and all other Pharisees and everyone, they were so annoyed with the children when they were praising. But they were stopped, Jesus stopped them and said, out of the mouth of babes, the Lord prays, should be praised, uh, uh, name should be praised. So, and that you can see in that Psalm 2, Psalm 8, verse 2. He said, from the list of children and infants, you have ordained praise because of your enemies. And I actually stem on this. In a la the last time we studied that, we must make sure that we involve our children in what you do, especially in the things of God. 
and thank God for that apostle's uh, contribution. Today we are going to Psalm 9, but I don't think we'll be able to make 10, but Psalm 9 and 10 are similar, are closely related in form and in language or in description. Both Psalms, according to theologians, express the confidence we have in God's victory over evil. Sometimes it seems we are evil, evil, expand and expand and expand in our lives, but God has given us victory over evil. God's protection during troubled times, prompting the psalmist to encourage us, the listeners, to sing praises to God. And that's what we see in this book of Psalm 9. Before I go straight into that book of Psalm, I'm not going to read because of time, but when you have time at home, and some of us have read it, read it over and over again because I'm just going to go into explaining the book of Psalm 9. Psalm 9 verse 11 confirms it all. When we start to read it, when you get to that verse 11, he says, sing praises to the Lord, enthroned in Zion, proclaim among the nation what he has done. Psalm 9 is a psalm of testimony. God has done so much for us. He's fought a lot of battles for us. We need to sing praise to him on a regular basis. We need to reflect all that God has done for us. And we will continue to see the mighty hands of God on, in our lives. In verse 12, I just want to read this as well to confirm that, that verse. He said, for he who avenges blood remembers. He does not ignore the cry of the afflicted. So we must not hold back. We must make sure that we sing praises to God because he's done so much in our lives. This psalm reminds me of when we have overcomers. That's the time for us to come and sing praise to God, to testify about what he has done for us. Among friends, instead of involving ourselves to gossip, or do wrong things, sing praise, testify about God through our life, reflect Him on a regular basis, like the book of Psalm 19 that Apostle has said we should concentrate on for the time being. We must reflect His glory. If the heavens and the earth are able to pronounce uh, uh, what He has done in their life, we must do better because we have life in us. So, in that book of Psalm 9, uh, chapter 9, verse 1 to 20, I, 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 I cap it uh, here. It says, God has been good to us. Or God has been good to me. If God has been good to us, we cannot keep silence. This is a psalm of song to thank God for victory. We must always know it. I said rather various psalms. Some for lament. Some for praise. Some for various things. To mention but a few. He said, David was said to have written this psalm when he had victory over the Philistines. There are several victories or victories that we have won. We must sing songs to God. So David sang this song. He had victory over the Philistines. We know the story of uh, David and Goliath and how he fought with Goliath and he won. Goliath was a Philistine and he was David's enemy too. So in, in his battle, David trusted in God and God saved and gave him victory. So I don't know what battle you are fighting now. Psalm 9 is your psalm. Trust in God. He will win that battle. And Psalm 20 confirms to us verse 7. He said, now, let's, let me read from verse 6. He says, now I know that the Lord who saves is anointed. You are the anointed one of God. So let God fight your battle for you. I fought a battle recently, I tell you, let me tell you the truth, at the time I panicked. But thank God for the man of God that was around me. 
He keeps encouraging me. Put words into my mouth. And I remember the days of long ago. I began to thank God for all what he has done for me. He brought me back to my foot. So let's, let, let's hold forth to this psalm that I'm teaching us tonight. It's a, it's a psalm to testify about the goodness of the Lord. Now I know, Psalm 26, that now I know that the Lord says he's anointed. He answers him from his holy mount, holy heavens. God still says he's anointed. And God still answers with the saving power of his right hand. Just add that tonight, that confident tonight, that whatever we are going through, Psalm 26 says, God says he's anointed. He answers him from the holy heavens with the saving power of his right hand. Psalm, verse 7 of that psalm says, Some may trust in chariots, some may trust in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord. We are going to get to Psalm 9 verse 10 that talks about the name of the Lord. I want you to underline that when we get there. But this Psalm 20, I'm just making references because all the Psalms, they come together with each other. He says some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we trust in the name of the Lord our God. You must put our trust in the name of the Lord. That's, then we start, we start Psalm 9 from verse 1. That verse 1 says, I will praise you, O Lord. Underline that word, praise you, O Lord. With all my heart, I will tell of your wonders. Tell people of all his wonderful works. We must tell of God's wonders. So in that Psalm 9, there are major three major things that we have to look at in this psalm. <coughs> praise God because he's our Lord. With all our heart, we will praise him. And we must also tell of all his wonders. God has done so much for us. We must begin to tell people what God has done for us. That's the opportunity to speak forth. Let us speak forth. This psalm shows us how to or how we ought to praise God. Sometimes we feel we cannot praise God. But no, there is another way of to praise God. This is a psalm we can reference to when we testify about his about God's goodness or about his goodness. This is what we do on Overcomers Night. I just make reference there. When we come to testify of God's goodness. Praising him with all our hearts and telling of all his wonders. That is Psalm 9 verse 1. Testimony, testimony Psalm. Psalm to testify about the goodness of the Lord. This part of David is good to emulate. Example, we must do exactly like David did. You know, this is a psalm after he has fought over his enemy. He said he will praise God. He will praise God, not only praise from his lips, from within his heart. He will also tell of the wonders, how he killed the Goliath, how God saved him. Praise God with all our hearts. We must emulate David in this, to praise God with all our hearts. To tell of all his wonders, we must be glad, rejoice, and sing praise to his name. That's verse 2, 1 to 2. Praise God with all our heart, tell of his wonders. Be glad, rejoice, and sing praise to his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. That is, we have opportunity to speak among friends by telling of his wonderful works. 
This will put all our enemies to shame. And that confirms the verses 3 to 6. We must sing, sing praise to him and declare his deeds. Verse 2 of that psalm says, I will be glad and rejoice in you. That's what I said to us. Emulate David, be glad, rejoice and sing praise to his name. I will praise, I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. If God is most high in our lives, if he's the everlasting Father, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, we must be ready to sing praise to him. How do we speak, uh, sing praise to his name? How? Singing praise to the name of God. To do this, we must know his name. Psalm 9 verse 10 applies. We must know God's name. God is our refuge. He's our fortress. He's ever present help in time of trouble. God is our savior. He's El Shaddai. We must know his name. He's our creator. We must know his name because, before we can sing praise to him. Then when we know his name, then we can put our trust in him. When you know a medical doctor, as a medical doctor, when you are sick, you know where to go. You know an architect, as an architect, when you need to design your building, you know where to go. Then you can put your trust in them. So also when you know the name of God, when you know his name, we can put our trust in him. You must know who he is before you can give praise to his name. You cannot just be praising him. Some their God is rabbit. Some their God is snake. Some their God is an idol. Some their God is the, a man idol that, uh, you know, all these people, Hollywood and everything. So they sing praise to their own name, to those people's name. But when you know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords as your own God, then you can sing praise to his name. In any situation you find yourself, you know him. He is my rock. You'll be able to know how to rest on him. He is my refuge. You must know who God is before you can sing praise to his name. Hence that verse 11, it says, sing and declare his deeds among people. When you know who God is, you can sing and declare his deeds among people. Because if God has done wonderful things to you, then you can tell, declare his deeds of praise among people. See what the Lord has done. The woman of Samaria said, come see the man who turned my life around. You can take him to the nations. When we do this, then our enemies turn back. They stumble and perish before him. Verse 3. He said, my enemies turn back. Before the enemies can turn back, you see that he was praising his name. He knows the name of God. He knows how to praise him. Then that causes our enemies to turn back and perish before God. That is, you won against the enemy. You will win against your enemies in Jesus' name. For you, verse 4 says, for you have upheld my right and my cause. You have sat on your throne judging righteously. God still judge righteously. So we have to put our trust in him as our judge. You have rebuked, verse 5, you have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. You have blotted out our names forever and ever. You have, blot, you have blotted out their name forever and ever. That is the name of the wicked. Let us not be wicked. Verse 6, endless ruin has overtaken the enemy. 
you have uprooted their cities. Even the memories of them has perished. The need for us not to be wicked. The Lord reigns forever. We must know him as the Lord that reigns forever. He has established his throne for judgment. We must know him that Jesus is no more coming as that baby in the manger. He's coming to judge the earth, Psalm 96. That's the reason why we have to put our trust in him and ascribe greatness to him. He will judge the world in righteousness. This is all what Psalm 96 is saying. He will govern the people with justice. This is the God we serve. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed. A stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed. You must know him as your refuge. Whatever you are going through, then you can rest on him. A stronghold in time of trouble. In times of trouble. Verse 10 says, those who know your name will trust in you. The same knowing the name of God and will be able to trust and praise him. When you know his name, you can trust in him. You know him as your savior, then you can meet with him. You know him as the one that can quench your thirst, you can go to him. You know him as the one that you can reckon to and you lift up your eyes to him, he will save you. He said, for you, O Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. God will not forsake you when you put your trust in him. Chronicles 20.20 applies. Believe in God and be established. And in his prophet, then you prosper. We must trust God and be established in him. Then we'll be able to believe the men and women of God that he has placed over you, your mother, your parents, your father, that he has placed over you. Then you can prosper. You'll not be a disobedient child. Verse 11 says, Sing praises to the Lord and throne in Zion. Proclaim, proclaim among the nations what he has done. Then we can proclaim among the nations what God has done because we trust him in him. For he who avenged his blood remembers. He does not ignore the cry of the afflicted. God does not ignore your cry. Oh Lord, see how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy and lift me up from the gates of death. Have you ever been through the valley of the shadow of death? When we cry unto him, he answered our case. He will not ignore the cry of the afflicted. I can reckon with this psalm that I've just read to you. For what I went through within almost three to four weeks now. Oh Lord, see how my enemies persecute me. Have mercy and lift me up from the gates of death. I saw death. But God lifted me up. Because I trusted. I told you I was shaking. My faith was shaking. But thank God for the man of God that was around me. And now I'm standing. Why should this be? Verse 14. Why should we, oh Lord, see how enemies persecute me, have mercy, and lift me up from the gates of death, that I may declare your praises. When God does this to us, we need to declare his praises. Why did God keep us alive so that we can declare his praises? Why did God save us so that we can declare his praises? He said, well, oh Lord, see how enemies persecute me, have mercy, and lift me up from the gates of death. If God have mercy, lift us up from the gates of death. There are many unseen circumstances that God has, bad, bad circumstances that God has made us to prevail over. But we must declare his praises. In the gates of the daughters, daughter of Zion, and they are rejoicing your salvation. The nation has fallen into the pit they have dug. Their feet are caught in the net they have eaten. 
the Lord is known by his justice. The wicked are ensnared by the works of their hands. Let us not be wicked because they are ensnared by the work of their hands. Look at what happened to Haman. The, well, the gallow that he, he, he prepared for Mordecai was ensnared by the work of his hands. Let us not do evil. That is what that is talking about. And he said again or something like that is an interlude or meditation like we say Salah. The wicked return to the grave all the nations that forget God. But the needy will always be, will not always be forgotten. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I want us to have this in our heart. God has us in his palm. He neither sleep nor slumber because of us. He said, but the needy. The wicked will return to the grave all the nations that forget God. They will turn to their grave. But the needy, verse 18, will not always be forgotten. We must know that. Don't know what situation you find yourself today, but know that you, are, you will never be forgotten by God. He has you in his palm. Not the hope of the afflicted ever perish. Your hope will not perish if you are afflicted. There are some people that are going through terrible situations. Now, doctor has pronounced some, some terrible news to you. But remember this, the hope of the afflicted will not perish. We must know that the Lord will not always forget the poor, nor the afflicted, or make the afflicted to be hopeless. We must know that for sure. That's what that verse 18 is saying to us. Arise, Lord, let not man triumph, let the nation be judged in your presence. Strike them with terror, O Lord, let the nation know they are but men. In another word, I think the psalmist is saying, arise and let the nations know that they are only men. It is only God that is all-powerful. In this chapter, we see David's positive speech. In his praise with a heart of gratitude as he displayed in verse 1 and 2. So we must do the same. And that verse 1 and 2 says, there is positive speech, I call it. It must be positive in our speech when we worship, when we praise, when we honor, when we adore God. Don't say, why me, Lord? Those are not positive speeches. But David was positive in his speech. And he says, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. You know, I mentioned it to you when we started this psalm. I'm bringing it again to us. I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. It must be a heartfelt thing. We must praise God with, with the whole of our heart. I will tell of all your wonders. There are many things, reason why we should tell of God's wonders. God has been so good to us. Wonders of life. Wonders of having eyes and we see. Wonders to smell. We must tell them. You know, all these things, we just take them for granted. You wake up. Wonders that you sleep and you wake up. Ah, it's not, it's, there are wonders. We must tell of these wonders. He said, I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. That is no other God like him. He's the Most High God. In this Psalms, I, I take us back to Psalm 9 verse 10. It says, references to the names of God in, in, in the Psalms. And references to the images. The Lord will grant me to, 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 to be able to teach us 
on the names of God. We must know him. We must know his name so that we can put our trust in him. We must know him as Abana. Amen. So he'll be able to protect us. In this psalm, that the, 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 some, of the, some of the images of God, that's what I'm going to refer to today. You can see that he's our shield. When you know his name, when you know the, the images that are used to represent him, he's our shield. Then you can be able to, 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 to let him shield you. His covering, is our covering, is our protection. His protection over us is sure. Psalm 3, verse 3, talks about God being our shield. Knowing God's name and images is what I'm trying to be able to explain, explain to us according to that Psalm 9, verse 10. Psalm 5, verse 12, it talks about God being our shield, who shield us and favor us. Psalm 28, verse 7, 119, verse 114. God also is a rock. You must know him. These are the names, some of the names. We know him as the Elohim and all the rest of that. But I want to focus on these images of God. He's a rock. You can rest on him when you know him as your rock. The rock of our salvation. Psalm 18 verse 3, Psalm 42 verse 9, Psalm 95 verse 1. God is our king. When you know him as your king, you can trust in his rulership. Psalm 5 verse 2 talks about this. I'm just mentioning some of these few psalms that we can go home and deliberate on it. Psalm 44 verse 4. Psalm 74 also talks about him as God. There are many other psalms that, from the other scriptures that talks about this, but I just bring some to us. You must know him as a shepherd. I love this very well. I know God as my shepherd from the beginning, even when I don't know my right from my left. That Psalm 23 was a psalm. Psalm of protection. His protection is sure and you are safe. The Psalm 9 said, verse 10 said, if those who know my name will put their trust in me. When you know him as your shepherd, you'll be able to know how to be sure and safe under his protection. Hence that Psalm 23. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because God is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. Knowing him as your shepherd. Those who know my name, they can put your trust in him as your shepherd. You know him as your judge. Psalm 7 verse 11. You know him as your refuge. Psalm 46. Psalm 62 verse 7. Write them down. So that when you are praying, you want to tell him you are my rock, you are my shield, you are my God, you are my shepherd. You are my judge. Situations that relate to all these things, you'll be able to call him in all these situations. You are my refuge. You are my fortress. Psalm 31 verse 3, 71 verse 3. God is our avenger. Psalm 26 verse 1. 
God is our creator. And that you see in that Psalm 8 verse 1 and verse 6 to mention but a few. There are many books of Psalms that Genesis talks about God our creator as well. God our deliverer. Psalm 37, 39 and Psalm 40. God is our healer. God our protector. Psalm 5 verse 11. God our provider. Psalm 78, 23 to 29. This psalm talks much of the faith of the children of Israel. When we are going through times and situations, we got to a place and said, can God, can God, can God do this, can God do that? When we have gotten into the uh, uh, area of doubt in your life, you must know him as your provider. Then you can put your trust in him. Psalm 9 was there. Those who know my name, you put their trust in me. When you know him as your provider, then you can put your trust in him according to that Psalm 9 verse 10. God, our Redeemer. When you know him as your Redeemer, then you can say so. Hallelujah. Psalm 107 verse 2. I pray that God, God uh, uh, will demonstrate this David style of phrase in Psalm 9, 1 to 2 in our lives. After we have known God, the, the, uh, who God is in our lives, then we are able to demonstrate him. When, Sam, when David was praising God in that Psalm 9, 1 to 2, I will praise you, O Lord, with all my heart. Then we are able to sing praise to God with all our hearts. When you sing with all your heart, that means there is a trust. I will tell of all your wonders. We know him as, a, as our creator. Then we can talk. And we know him as one who creates as well. Then we can, we, we can talk of his wonders. I will be glad and rejoice in you. Then we can be glad and rejoice in God. There is no situation that can make us to be moody. You want to remember some of these psalms that, oh, I will be very sad, you will rejoice. Even a terrible situation, you will rejoice and be glad in you. I will sing praise to your name, almost I. Then we can sing praise to his name. Being our shepherd, you sing praise to his name. Being your refuge, you sing praise to his name. And Psalm 9, yes, I've, I've, I've read that. One of the uh, uh, Bible uh, meanings, oh, it's taking me back again. Let me just, I want to, okay, yes, it's here. Just want to get to the way my hand touched. He's trying to run fast, I've seen it. I will praise you with all my heart. I will tell of all the marvelous things you have done. God has done so much for us. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name almost time. Let us emulate this David act of worship and testify about him when we have the opportunity to do so. And sing praise to him because he's most high God. He's the most high God. That quickly takes me to chapter 10. Now I said to us that theologian said this Chapter 9 and 10. Okay. Apostle said we should stop. Because I still have time here. But let me just introduce you. When we read this psalm, we would like to ask ourselves a question. That does God overlook wickedness? I want you to have that in mind. 
before next week. Does God overlook wickedness? Because David was actually talking here about how God is far away from him. And because sometimes when we find ourselves in trouble, we think maybe God is letting the wicked people to overcome us. So just have this in your heart before next week. And continue to deliberate on that Psalm 9, the Psalm of Testimony, the Psalm of Praise. Deliberate on his name, knowing the names of God. If you know him as Adonai, know him as Elohim, there's no time to teach that. But in one of my messages, I promise you, I'll be able to teach the name, the, the, the proper, those other parts of the names of God for us uh, in the future. But I just want you to, to know just this flexible one that you can just use to pray. Refuge, fortress, rock, you know, and then you don't need to call all those big, big names. But if God permits us as well, I'm going to teach that. Knowing his name so that I can put your trust in him. He said, why, O oh Lord, do you stand far off? Why do you hide yourself in times of trouble? Does God overlook wickedness? Sometimes we are asking God, why? Why is God allowing enemies to... This time we are going to know. So we'll be able to know how to praise God rather than complain to God. I rest my case as a man of God wants me to rest my case. May the Lord bless us. May the Lord keep us. May you keep the word of God in your heart. And then let's not sleep on these words. You have known that this is a psalm of testimony. Begin to testify about the goodness of the Lord in your life. Begin to testify about all what, what he has done for you. Begin to testify and praise him. Amen. The Lord bless and keep you. Amen. Well, I'm sure that uh, the Lord has blessed us so much. Can we just lift up our voices and thank God for the revelation that you have received? from chapter 9 of the book of Psalms. Begin to thank God for the exposition. Thank God for giving us this great privilege. Lord, I thank Lord, you, we magnify you your holy name. Lord, we Lord, I thank you, Lord, name. for the victories that you thank have won you, in my Father, life in the name of Jesus. For the entrance of your word brings life. Lord, we bless your holy Lord, name. Lord, I thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless your holy name for the revelation of your faithfulness. How much you love us that we do not even know. all my strength, Lord Jesus. For everything you have done for us. Lord, help me, Lord. When I have the opportunity to do that, Lord. Our shelter. That I trust you in the name of you Jesus. are our shield. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank we you, Father. bless your holy name. Thank you because I can put my trust in you. We God. thank you. Thank, thank you, Lord. Thank you Lord. For you are our shield, our hiding place. We thank you, Father, for the revelation of your word. Lord, I we thank you. you for the mighty yeah, manifestation of your power for us who believe. Thank you, thank you, thank Blessed be your holy name, O God. Blessed be your name, O God. Blessed be your name, O God. As short as it is, so much of God. By telling of Begin to tell the Lord, let my heart praise thank you, you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let thank my you, heart you. praise you, God. Pray and tell God, whenever I pray, whenever I praise you, let my heart praise you, Lord. Help me to talk about your wonders, Lord. Help my heart to deliberate on your wonders. Tell the Lord. 
Lord, I be glad I rejoice in you. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Amen, amen, amen. Now, I want us to go to a short break session of prayer because this is also um, a prayer night. We're going to lift up our voices. Look at the book of Hebrews 4.2. You will discover that all what God was teaching you in chapter 9 today, in that Hebrew 4, 3 and 4 that we read today, so many things tally together. It says in chapter 4 of Hebrews verse 2, For we also have had the gospel preached to us, just as they did. But the message they had was no of no value to them because those who had it did not combine it with faith. You are going to pray, Lord, help me combine the word I've had tonight with faith. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Tell the Lord, any time I hear your word, let it be with faith in my heart so that it will prosper me. It will be of value to me. A word received without faith is of no value. That's what the Bible says. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray thee, let your word mix with faith. Let it mix with faith. Let it mix with faith. Your word that I've had. Lord, let it mix with faith in me, O God. Father, Lord, grant me the faith to believe all what you have sent to me, all the word you have sent to me over the period. Lord, help me that your word will mix with faith so that it can be of value. Anytime the word of God comes to me, either by reading or by hearing, let it mix with faith in us, O God, that your word will be of value in our lives. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen, amen. Hebrew chapter 4, verse 6. It says, it, is still, it, it still remains that some will, not, will, will enter that rest, and those who formerly had the gospel preached to them did not go. They did not go in because of their disobedience. You get this scripture? Verse 6 of chapter 4, Hebrew. It still remains that some will enter that rest, and those who formerly had the gospel preached to them did not go in. So it's possible for you to be born again and then enter the rest. Because of their disobedience. Like people who say they are child of God, but disobedience is Satan had taken their heart with disobedience. Or they live in disobedience. We're going to pray. Give me obedient heart, O God, to you. Help me, O God, not to be disobedient to your call of heaven. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, Lord, I pray thee as I started my journey in life. Help me, Lord, to be obedient to the voice of heaven. Help me, Lord, to be obedient to your word. The Bible says it still remains that some will not enter the rest and those who formerly had the gospel preached to them did not go in because of their disobedience. Tell the Lord, let me be obedient to you to the end of my life. That I will never have a cause in my life that I will not obey you. Help me, Lord, to be obedient to the voice of heaven, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That I will be ever obedient to the voice of heaven in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Help me, Lord. 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 To be obedient to you, O God. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. To be obedient to you, O God. 
Tell the Lord, help me, Father, to be obedient to you, Lord. Help me, Lord, to be obedient to you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Help me to be obedient to your word. Begin to tell the Lord. Help my heart to obey you, O God. Help my heart to obey you, O God. Help my heart to obey you, O God. Lord, that I will not miss the goal of heaven. That I'll be obedient to you to the end. Deliver me from deception of Satan. That I will not miss heaven at all costs. My heart that obey you from beginning will obey you to the end. I will never get to comfort place that I will not obey God anymore. Help me to be obedient to the voice of heaven. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Now we are going to pray. All this is from the scriptures that we read today. We are going to pray. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16. It says, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in the time of need. You want to pray for confidence in God. And you know this confidence, I want to tell you, because if you, if you, if you understood all what was, he has been saying, this is the confidence that, 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 that um, we believe God for mercy. Do you understand? Not confidence in your righteousness, because it's filled right before God. We're going to tell the Lord, we have confidence in Him. That's how He saved us. May we put God in that position or throughout our life. That we will continue to have confidence in God that He is able to save. He is able to have mercy. He is able to engrace us. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. For confidence in your God. My confidence, O God, in you. Let it be strong and firm and solid. That I will never get to a place that will lose confidence in you, O God. He says, let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence. Help me to approach your grace. Lord, grant me the grace of confidence to approach your grace, your, 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 your throne all the time with confidence, with confidence, with confidence, with confidence, so that I may receive mercy. I may find grace to help me in the time of need. Help me, oh God, that I will always turn to you with confidence when I have need. I will not think that's on me. I can handle it myself. That I will always trust you and have confidence in you that every time you are all, even what you are doing to me, my responsibility, I will own it to you, O God. Pray and tell the Lord. Help me to have confidence that I may receive mercy. Confidence that I receive mercy from God. Let it come upon us. Confidence that I receive grace and help from God. Let it come upon us. Father, Lord, confidence that I receive help from God in the time of need. Let it come. Humility, O oh God, that we trust you for everything. Let it rest upon us, O oh God. Father, we pray thee that we will never outsmart you in the name of Jesus. Amen. We will never get to the place where we think we know it all. Amen. Father, help us that your name be exalted. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Amen. Amen. Now go to chapter 3, which is the first book we read in Hebrews. Hebrews 3, 13 and 14. He says, but encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today. That's an instruction. You must never discourage any man on earth, I beg you. So that none of you may be hardened by sinful deceitfulness. Those who have been deceived, be soft on them, please. Encourage them to come back. Don't judge them. When you meet them, Never pass judgment. Just encourage them to come back. Beg them to come back to God. 
Let them know that even in their own situation, God still loves them and their place is waiting for them if they carry pens. That is Hebrews 3, 13 and 14. We have come to share in Christ if we hold firm till the end the confidence we had at first. Did you see that now? You are going to pray. Let me Help me to be an encourager to other people every day. And my confidence in you from salvation, let it be with me to the end of my life. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, Lord, help me to be an encourager. You commanded us, but encourage one another daily. As long as it is day. When I wake up every day, let me rejoice in all my brethren. Let me rejoice in their success. Let me rejoice in the victory they will have. Let me have confidence, oh God. Encourage them, encourage them, encourage them. Encourage anybody I will call, even those who have fallen, who have gone astray, help me to be an encourager, encourager, encourager of those who have fallen. That they know when they see me, I will encourage them. Help me, help me to be encourager, encourage people in all manners of situations they have, extending the love of God, revealing the mercy of God to mankind, rather than judging them, oh God. Put your words in my mouth. Tell the Lord, tell the Lord, tell the Lord. Help me not to harden my heart before you. And tell the Lord, help me to hold firm to the end, the confidence that I had at the beginning. That my confidence in you shall be broken. Oh Lord my God, my love for you shall increase. Teach me how to love you, Lord. Tell the Lord, help me to really love you with all my heart. Father, we bless your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. Verse 13, two more prayers. And then... We are done for today. Verse thirteen of he, uh, verse three, verse thirteen of Hebrew chapter three. No, sorry, um, that is what we have just prayed now. Verse twelve of Hebrew chapter three. Read that's the last prayer we pray, but we pray that twelve. There are three scriptures in it. Number one, verse twelve. See to it, brothers, that none of you has a sinful unbelieving heart that turns away from the Lord, it will not happen to you. You will not turn away from your maker. Some have, and they are shipwrecked. We are going to pray for that. Unbelief is what you want to deal with. Then in verse 18 to 19, he says, And to whom did God swear that they will never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed. So, we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. Unbelief. God said something, they doubt him. God said this, they doubt him. God said another thing, they doubt him. God hates it. And if you look at the prayer point on this, in the book of Mark chapter 9, verse 23 to 24, when that man came to Jesus because of his epileptic son, and Jesus Christ, and he said to Jesus, if you can't do it, please help me. Jesus said, all things are possible for those who believe at the man prayed prayer. Verse 23, if you can, say Jesus, everything is possible for those who believe. Do you see believe and unbelief? Immediately the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. This is what you are going to pray. Thinks everything is possible for those who believe. That's why Satan always brings unbelief. The result of unbelief is lack of faith, doubt. You are going to pray. Father, help me overcome my unbelief. 
Help me overcome my unbelief. Begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, help me overcome my unbelief. Help me overcome my unbelief. Lord, do not let the situation I see challenge the belief I have. Do not let what I'm hearing in the news challenge the belief I have. My belief must not be based on the news report or expert report. It must be based on what God has promised. Help us, oh God, that our belief will not be tossed by the devil. It's usually that who does not believe is like a tossing wind, a tossing sea that does not rest. Help us overcome our unbelief. 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 He says unbelief leads to disobedience. Father, Lord, help us, oh God. Help us, oh God. He says that none of you has, you have a simple unbelieving heart. Father, help us not to have simple unbelieving heart. That turns away from the Lord, from the living God, to, to other things, to men, to what people say. Father, help us overcome our unbelief. Help us overcome our unbelief. Thank you, Father God. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. And the last prayer I'm going to pray is the prophetic God told us. God told us that we have nine days of celebration. It's coming to your house. It's coming to your house. It's coming to your house. No wonder God is treating all this faith, unbelief, and, and disobedience. Because God, the word God has spoken, we must run with it. We must celebrate it, not because we have seen it, but because it will come to pass. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God yes, that this is season of celebration for you. It is a season of celebration in your house. The Bible says celebration will not cease in cap of the upright. Begin to oh, give your praise. Lord, I thank you. You spoke it. You said it. I believe it. You said it. I believe it. It's time for celebration for me. It is time of celebration for me. It is time of mercy for me. It is time of glory for me. Oh, Lord, we exalt you. Oh, Lord, we glorify thee. Oh, Lord, we magnify your name. Begin to thank God. I will celebrate tomorrow. As I celebrated yesterday, I will celebrate. Greater celebration will come. Will come. Will come to my house. Yes, begin to declare it. All the losses of the old shall be restored in this night day. Yes, in the name of the Lord, we shall be. The favor of the Lord shall rest upon us in this last day and draw to us the things that the devil has stolen. They shall be repaid. God will arrest the thief and the thief will repay sevenfold. Everything we have lost shall be regained in this night day. Sakarabaya, Sarabayata. Brain be restored, mind be restored, wealth be restored, health be restored, Mashaka may produce Kialamande. It is celebration. We declare celebration. We declare celebration. Your mouth has spoken it. We declare it. We declare it. We believe it. We declare it. Everything that can put us to shame are taken away. Transformed totally. He said, Never again will my people be put to shame. Oh Lord, my God, the cry of the heart of your people shall be answered. Within these nine days, it shall be glorious. Within these nine days, it shall be completed. It shall be, con- it shall be concluded. It shall be confirmed. Angels of God who obey the business of God, they shall act on our behalf. They shall bring to pass the words of God in our life, in our heart. Testimonies, testimonies, transformation. Father, we glorify your holy name. Thank you, Lord, because it's done. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen and amen and amen. I want to bless you before I hand over to Pastor Tayo. You know, I'm very happy to be a servant of God. One of the reasons is this. When it does not matter what Satan has been messing around in the life of people, 
It does not matter how many the demons could be, if they are right. It does not matter how many human beings or enemies are present against you. Come on now. I have confidence in the God who appeared to me, even our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that if I open my mouth to speak a blessing, it swallows up all the curses of the devil. Because the word that comes out of my mouth is more powerful than the word of all evil spirits upon the earth put together. Why? Because there is one distinction between my word and their word. My word happens in the name Jesus. And they dare not call that name. They dare not call that name. Not only that, they dare not stand when that name is spoken. It's an arrow with fire that cannot be hindered by any blockage. By that name, every knee bow. When, when I declare upon your life in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, every opposition will give way. Are you with me now? They will give way, certainly. Now I declare in the name of the Lord of hosts, Jehovah Sabaoth, the conqueror, our defender, our lover, our maker, our friend, our father. Hey, the name given by the father to the son that is above every name, even the name of Jesus. I say to you, may the Lord answer you when you are in distress. The Lord will run to rescue you in all the times of distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you everywhere you go. May the King of Heaven, the Lord of Lords, and the God of God, may He send you help from His sanctuary in this very season. In every area that you need support, angels will be available for you. May the Lord God, who created the heavens and the earth, of whom we have been speaking for the past hour plus, may He grant you support from Zion in heaven. I am talking about the Zion of heaven, the place where victory is pronounced. May he remember all your sacrifices, all your labor, all your effort, all your sweat. You will eat from the labor of past. You will eat from the labor of now. And you will eat from where you did not labor. May he also accept all your bond offerings. Your prayers every time shall be accepted by heaven. The remaining few days. For these nine days to be over, you will celebrate. You will celebrate. You will celebrate. Your family will celebrate. God will single you out for great and good things. And God, he who lives forever and ever, will grant the desires of your heart. The Father will look at your heart and he will look at your desires. He will grant them. He will grant them. He will grant them in this season. He will grant the desires of your heart. And make all your plans succeed. Some of your plans that seem as if it has been shattered. I speak revival into them. They shall come back to life. Your dry bones shall receive tendons. They shall receive flesh from heaven. The wind from the east and the west and the northern south shall come. They shall enter into your sleep. And your dry bones will become a mighty army. Your troops shall be willing in this season of your battle. He will make all your plans succeed. Beyond your widest dream. Angels will attend to you. We will all shout for joy. Day after day. For the rest of this year. When you are loaded with victories. 
And we lift up the banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he remember you for good and bless your heart. May he answer all your requests. May the God of Bethel, who revealed himself to Moses in the burning bush, who walked into the house of Abraham and ate with him and spoke with him, the God of Bethel, who had revealed himself first in a vision to Abraham, and then he walked into Abraham through different types of revelation, two levels of revelation. Encounter one, he had the voice. Abraham had the voice of God, leave your father's country. Encounter two, Abraham had the dream at Bethel. Encounter three, God walked into the house of Abraham. He will walk into your house in this season Amen. and reveal himself to you. Yahweh will walk into your house Amen. in this season. He will reveal himself to you. Amen. He will reveal himself to you on the dream. Amen. If he did go to Father Abraham and, pro- and, pro- and promised us in Galatians chapter 3 that we are the same with Abraham, we are in the loins of Abraham, may the Lord enter your house. May the Lord come to your dream. May the Lord come into your spirit. May he come into your heart. May he speak audibly to you. May you hear the still and get to voice. In this very season, all your prophetic acumen be released into functioning. To the glory of he that lives forever and ever. So shall it be unto you. And so it is. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we pray. Amen. Father, I pray for those who have their birthdays today. May the Lord bless you immensely. Amen. May the Lord open the book of remembrance concerning you Amen. and say, the Lord Almighty has spoken and sworn. Surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. The plans of God shall be for you. The purpose of God shall stand. The Lord will destroy the Assyrian in your land. He will break their yoke from your neck and lift up their body from your shoulder. Now! He has stretched out his hands upon your heart. Who is the Lord? Who will, who, will, who will pull it back? May God thwart all the plans of the enemy over you. Your family and your homes. May yours be the delightful land. And peace will be upon you. All the days of your healing to your body. Long life, he will satisfy you. And show you his salvation. Whatever be your good desire in this day of your birthday. Heaven will come to rescue. And God will answer your request. Lord, I pray and bless those who have their marriage today. That is a wedding anniversary. May the Lord bless your marriages. May the Lord uh, uh, remember his covenant he made concerning Christian marriage and fulfill everything in your marriages. In the name of Jesus Christ, the covenant of God over you, over your children and ancestors shall be fulfilled. You, your children, your grandchildren and your children to come in your lineage will never depart from the law. And the Spirit of God upon you and the Word of God in your mouth shall be upon your, on your mouth and your children and your children's children. So shall it be for you. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are pray with us. Amen. amen and amen. It's my delight and a great honor to let all of you know that today one of my sons and one of my daughters today is their wedding anniversary and today is the birthday of my big son, Pastor Sidney and Pastor Debbie. Hallelujah. Oh, let me see if I can get it. Can you see the kind of... I want them to be on my spotlight. You see the kind... Get, get me Pastor Sidney too and put him here. Look at, look at Pastor Debbie's smile. Can you not see Pastor Debbie's smile? Wow. Wow, somebody is beside her. Look at him, look at him, look at him. 
<laughs> Can you see? Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Sidney is quite interesting. You see about Pastor Sidney? Pastor Sidney, uh, uh, bring your head down a little bit because you are standing beside your, your wife. Oh, put your hand on her neck. What are you talking? Huh? Uh-huh. Yes, so I can see your face both together. Bring it again, bring it again, because that one is colored. The other one was, uh, was black. Yes, I can see your face now. You see, I remember the day both of them met. I'm not telling you stories, so, but I'm only giving you a reminder. Hallelujah. But if you look at now, it's 30 years, isn't it? Yeah, it's 30 years, 31 years. 31 years, yes, 31 years, isn't it? 31. Let me hear you. Yeah, 31. 31, uh-huh. yeah. It is 31 years that they, 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 they met around the table in my house. I'm going to send you 31 years bill. <laughs> we, will pay, we will pay with gladness. Sir. <laughs> but I really thank God for Pastor Debbie and Pastor Sidney. They have been one of the pillars of Christ's faith tabernacle. The Lord will continue to bless you both. Amen. Every prophecy that God spoke to your life in my lips, which mm-hmm. are yet to be fulfilled in this your new year, heaven will bring them to manifestation. As you have spent your life both to intercede for people and to be a blessing to many people. And mm-hmm. always think of people. So heaven will think about you now. Amen. It will surprise you in this your new year. Amen. As we have seen you today. This next year, when we'll see you again, you have a lot in your lips to declare to The word will never fall to the ground. The Lord Amen. will anoint you with power and unction. Amen. That which you desire in the spiritual is, is manifest in the name Amen. of Jesus. The Lord will sustain you by His mighty power. Amen. For your children and your generations to come. Amen. Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Amen. 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 Thank you, sir. Thank you, Pastor and Pastor Mrs. The Lord bless you. I think happy, happy anniversary. They are the only one in Thank the world that know that the day of their birthday they marry. I mean, I can't know. Any. If if you two did it, let me know you. I was just going to say that uh, uh, Brother Raphael as well from New York, Pastor Sydney has been playing Monopoly on today, being the spot of August. Ah. Raphael, New York, yeah, Okay. And Dikinade, Dikinade starting today as well. Yes, yeah, Dikinade, yeah. Um, but Dikinade, I can't see Dikinade yet on the screen. Like Brother Raphael, is he there? Yes, he is here. He must listen. Oh, Brother Raphael, <laughs> my! That he actually, is... himself and Pastor Sidney look alike. We are coming. He's <laughs> my, <is> my brother. <laughs> we are coming. <laughs> oh, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> I'm waiting for you. In a short time, God will destroy COVID completely. We'll be in the Amen. 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 The Lord Amen. bless you. Bless you. Amen. And the we can't see him on the platform, but I'm sure he will be on the Lord bless you guys. You know, it seems as if all of you who are born that day, you are you are a great instrument in the church in the, in the hands of the Lord. Amen. <laughs> and you will continue to increase in everything. All prophecies Amen. that God has spoken. They will all happen to you in this year. Amen. Amen. A great time and season for you. Amen. 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 Pastor Tayo. Amen.
I just unmute myself. <laughs> praise the Lord. Well, we give God praise and we thank God for tonight. Can I ask, it's Wednesday midweek service. Can we recognize that we prepare for our tithes and our offering, please? Um, please prepare for your tithes and your offering. It's always a privilege to be able to give unto the Lord, to be able to honor God with our substance and with the first fruit of all our increase. We thank God for the opportunity that we have to come to his throne of grace, um, to obtain help, mercy and favor in time of need, and also to bring our tithes and our offering into his storehouse. So as we prepare for our tithes and our offering, I'll just um, revert back to Apostle's screen so that we can get the, apost- the details. Um, praise the Lord, the account details will be put on the screen in a few seconds. For those who don't have it already, a lot of us, I believe, already have the account details. Please, if you're joining us from outside the United Kingdom and you would like to give to the work of the Lord in Christ Faith Tabernacle, please visit our website. It's www.cftchurches.org and go to the donation page. And if you're in the United Kingdom and you would like to give us the opportunity, if you're a taxpayer in the United Kingdom and you'd like to give us the opportunity to reclaim the tax that you would have paid on your giving by giving to us via gift aid, please send an email to that email address, admin at cftchurches.org, and would let you have the details of the uh, gift aid form. And that way you'd authorize us to reclaim the tax you would have paid on your giving. It's a means by which the Lord has enabled the government of the United Kingdom to support the work of charitable entities that we are one of in the United Kingdom. And the Lord bless you richly as you do that. If you prepared your tithe and your offering, I would then invite Apostle to bless the tithe and offering before I take further announcements. Sir. Yes, Lord, thank you for the grace of giving. And this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen. Amen and amen. Pastor, you can continue, please. Thank you very much, Apostle. Just want to remind us that um, on a daily basis, we have our meetings 7 p.m. on a daily basis on this same platform. And we will be here um, spending time interceding 7 p.m. daily, with the exception of Fridays that we meet at 11 p.m. So we look forward to you joining at 7 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, but this week, of course, you do know that on Saturday, um, we would be having a concert, a youth concert. So you'll bear with me as I share with you um, the details of the youth concert uh, that we are having on, 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 on Saturday. So at that time on Saturday, the youth concert time, we'll also combine it with some time of intercessory prayer, I'm certain. But please join me as you watch this clip. Every journey began with a step and a decision. Every trial has a season. I persevered to experience my victory. I started 
started playing the guitar, learning the basics from a young age. Today is unique and blessed one. But David, I do my own dance and praise will never fail the days. I know my voice is an instrument of worship, hence I will always use it to praise God. The purpose, growth, community, friendship and experience that is born out of just singing and worshipping is just beyond words. When I lift up my voice to praise God, to thank Him and worship Him, I always recall my journey. My journey has shown that age should not stop you from serving God. Praising God and knowing why is why I will continue to praise Him. Whenever I play, I'm transported to a different realm. This is how I immerse myself into a deep level of worship. As long as I have breath in my lungs, I will sing to the Lord. But it's not just singing, it's the heart behind it, the emotion, the desire, the story that is unseen. This is worship. During musical worship, my guitar becomes a part of me as I devote myself to God. Please join us on Saturday um, at the Cathedral, 186 Power Street, London, SC186NL. Doors open from about 6.30. And for those who would be joining online, please note that it will be screened. And the links will be on, 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 the, on, on our normal cftchurches.org link. And there will be a time of prayer and intercession on that day as well. Please note that our daily prayer sessions continue even on that day. We'll be having, as part of the concert, we'll be having a prayer session as well. And youth, please make a note of all those dates. In addition, following up next week, guess what? This is the journey. What is yours? Why I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. God has a plan and a purpose for our lives before we were even conceived. But it's up to us to walk in line with it. This is done by having a personal relationship and experiences with him. To me, God is love. God is light. God is merciful. God is awesome. God is faithful. God is a father. My father. As children of God, we need to manifest in the world. Go out there. Be the lights that we are. Demonstrate what God has called us to be in all aspects of our lives. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith, goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to godly kindness, love. Christian youth need to think about the impact that they have on the world. What are we building? How are we using our talent? What legacy will we leave behind? It's time to innovate. I was right on track. How many more setbacks can I take? Why do I constantly do the wrong things? Music, bad decisions. Why do I end up back at square one? Why do I keep feeling these feelings? Why do I feel sad all the time? 
If God will be with me and will watch over me on this journey I am taking. And will give me food to eat and clothes to wear so that I return safely to my father's household. And the Lord will be my God. This is the journey. This is our journey until Christ returns. through next week please be a part of this if you'd like further details please check out um, or send an email to cft underscore yord at opmail.co.uk look forward to welcoming you please note that during the course of the week um, the services the youth programs will be online and the link can be obtained using that email address i'd sent to you earlier other than that, um, evening services will be on this same platform we've been on today, and that's using our Warriors of the Night link. And of course, there are many, many, many great things, and a wonderful celebration will be taking place a week after um, on the grand finale. Venue, Christ Rates Up in Apple Cathedral, 186 Power Street, London, SE6, SE186NL. And the Lord bless you richly. Thank you very much, Apostle. Back to you, sir. Yes, Pastor, thank you so much. Shall we just thank God for the strength He has given us? This is 496 nights that we have been praying, or days that we have been praying together on this platform. Let's just give God praise today that we upon the Lord will renew their strength. We thank you, Father, for the strength you have given to us. Little did we know that it would take so much long time. It seems we started yesterday, every day for the past 496 days. Lord, thank you. No wonder we are seeing release that is beyond our understanding. When people pray, God moves. We release the hand of God into mighty manifestation. And we celebrate you, our God, our King, for the strength, for teaching us how to pray, training our hands for war and our fingers for battle. We exalt and magnify your name. In Jesus' holy name, we are praying with thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Shall we lift up our right hand to heaven and share the grace together in fellowship? Now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing his sight through Jesus Christ. To whom be the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now say the grace of some beside you to Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with you now and evermore. Amen. I say surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of our life, and we shall do in the house of the Lord. Forever and ever. Amen. My wife is not looking at me when she was telling me the surely and goodness and mercy. Can you imagine that? <laughs> well, tomorrow she will look at me now. God bless you all. And we're going to... Sorry, sir. Just, just very quickly, can I remind all workers, please look out for the screening form. It should be out tomorrow. And please ensure you complete it.
Yes, yes, and brother Adi Kennedy also said she's, he's online. I just read a text from him that he's online. May the Lord strengthen and bless everyone as we look forward to mighty visitations from the Lord and celebration. God bless you. There shall be shouts of blessing. It will fall in your house. shall be unto you according to your confession.